What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on a Tuesday here real quick before I pop into my own workout, which I'm a little bit tired today, but I got to get it done no matter what. The world doesn't care that I am a little bit sleepy. Um, You just got to put in the work. Even on the days where maybe you're not feeling 100%, those are often the days that you have to dig down and give it the most. And those, my friends, are the days that separate you from everybody else and push you just one step closer to living your best life, feeling your best, moving your best, and looking your best. With that, today we're going to touch on just 15 uh, common sense tips to live a healthier, happier life. So we're going to dive into some more tactical fitness stuff today. My homie Travis Merritt had shot me an email um, listed out with some things very similar to this. And so I'm going to take it, remix it, chop it, slice it, serve it to you in this kind of fitness soup. And you guys will get it that way. So all great things um, and all stuff that you guys probably know. Um, But again, I like the reminders. Again, for me, I'm on my own personal journey with a handful of of personal things right now. And I listen to, and I'll share it with you uh, when it comes to life here for you guys uh, as soon as I can. But I listen to a lot of uh, the same stuff over and over and over again. Not exactly the same, but but very similar just because uh, the positive affirmation hearing people um, reaffirm what I'm doing is right, hearing success stories, hearing uh, people's failures, but then their comebacks um, are great. And then so again, if you guys even know all 15 of these, or you've heard me say a handful of them before, it's nice to have the reminder because maybe you're like, oh shit, you know what, I'm not doing that. Or maybe, you know what, I could do that a little bit better. Oh, you know what, that's the missing piece. Or yeah, I am doing that. And I'm glad he said that. So I'm going to keep on pushing. So that's what today is. Uh, We're going to dive right into it with Common sense tip number one. Uh, Just know, you guys, almost every eating protocol or quote-unquote diet works if you stick to it. Finding a quote-unquote diet or a way of eating that is easy for you to do the rest of your life, that, my friends, sometimes is the harder objective. And the key is you think all these things, they work very similar, whether you guys are doing you know, you're on the keto shit, uh, intermittent fasting, if it's paleo, if it's Whole30, if it's carnivore diet, if it's some Atkins variation, uh, whatever you're into, they all work for fat loss for the most part because they put you in a calorie deficit. So you guys are eating less, you know, than you're burning and over time you're going to lose weight and body fat and everything in between. Now, the protocols are cool to try, and I'm all for you guys, you know, like a kid in a candy store, if you want to try a handful of different things, that's fine. You have to be willing to give it enough time and see if it works for your lifestyle and what you're doing. So again, I'm not a huge fan of the extreme things. For me personally, intermittent fasting, you know, has seemed to work over the past decade. I set, you know, these windows of time that I eat in. I'm very mindful of what I'm doing. I eat two meals per day. That seems to work for me. If you think I look good and move good and I'm relatively strong and fit and healthy, uh, then, you know, that's the way I would go. So again, you guys have to find out what works for you, but just understand there is something other that works for everybody and they all work essentially the same way. But the key is to find something that is sustainable for your lifestyle, not just for a month or two months or three months, but for the rest of your life and understanding that there's going to be different seasons of your life and you might have to move and shift and change the way you eat and drink and prioritize training and fitness. But for the most part, again, if you guys are eating real food a couple of times per day, every single day, you're mindful of the macros, you're limiting the processed shit and the booze and the abuse you do to your body, you're going to win over time. But again, 
Eating right is one of the hardest things you guys will ever do because it's something you have to master 24-7, 365 for the rest of your life. So again, the key, finding something that works for you, your lifestyle, and your goals and make sure what you're saying matches your actions of what you're doing in terms of that. And again, it's seven days a week, not just five days a week of being awesome and then two days a week of eating like shit or being awesome in a short period of time and then tanking it for holidays, vacations, Super Bowl parties, and everything in between. Common sense tip number two, getting stronger doesn't mean getting bulky, but getting stronger always will make your life easier. It'll make you more fit. It'll allow you to eat more things you like. It'll make you better at helping your friends move furniture and all of the other important stuff in life. So again, to my women out there, you're amazing, you're beautiful, you guys are stronger than us on a lot of levels that you probably don't even realize. But on the same note, a lot of times you really underestimate how fucking strong you really are in terms of lifting weights, pushing loads, and doing things that can really push the limits of your physical body. You're able to have a kid. I don't even, can't even fathom what that would feel like coming out of my body it seems like it'd be a very miserable, traumatic experience that I probably would just drop dead on the spot, yet you guys seem to do it and just keep on rolling. So what I'm saying to you is I can promise you almost every woman that comes up in this space here can grab this 106-pound kettlebell that's on the rack and they can pick it up and they can squat it at least a handful of times. But yet most of them will veer towards the 26-pound kettlebell or the 38-pound or the 44-pound or whatever the hell it is But knowing that you guys are so much stronger is the key. You have so much more to give in terms of that. It will not make you bulky. It will not make you fat. It will not make you look like anything other than a fucking rock star. It will make you look amazing. And again, lifting does not make people bulky. Eating cupcakes and Oreos and drinking wine every night, that makes you bulky. So don't be afraid to get stronger. Being stronger always will make your life easier. Not just for, you know... We want to look like rock stars because the muscle is going to change. But again, just for the ligaments, the bones, everything in between, for the quality of your life will increase the stronger that you get. And it doesn't have to be maximal load either. I'm talking like, you know, it can be just the, the volume that you can do can increase. You know, how quick you can ride the assault bike, how fat, much longer or faster or the load you can push the sled is. There's a million ways to measure strength, you guys. But just trust me, getting stronger does make life better no matter what. Number three. You guys have to be taking in a decent amount of fiber every single day. Fiber matters. It just does. For all of you guys out there listening, I would say probably 20 grams a day of fiber will probably do the trick for you, um, for fat loss, for weight loss, for you know taking a shit on a regular basis and feeling like a normal human. And again, for most of you out there, if you could strive to get even more than 20 grams, maybe 30-ish to 35, so I think probably in that 20 to 30 gram range, some of you 35 is key. Uh, an easy fix for a lot of you guys, a little hack, throwing in chia seeds, Two to four tablespoons a day is amazing and does wonders for you. Uh, And again, obviously eating, you know, a ton of real foods um, outside of that is key. And staying hydrated. I think the key for most of you guys, you know, to be, and again, we have a podcast on, on, you know, um, taking a poop. And there's a great book out there uh, called Everybody Poops. Most of you read it when you're probably like five or six. Um, And as easy and as dumb as that sounds, most people, and again, most adults don't know what going to the bathroom in a healthy fashion feels like. They just don't. They don't know what you know it is like to be regular um, or the consistency where it should feel like um, every single day because they're eating and drinking so much shit in these erratic patterns. Um, they don't really get their body running on, you know, I guess, you know, 
the highest level of efficiency. So for you guys, if you can include fiber in your diet every single day in the form of, you know, obviously, you know, fruits, vegetables, um, if it's quality grains, if it is chia seeds, drinking a shit ton of water, and then obviously having nice, healthy, quality fats in there will make life a lot easier in terms of a going to the bathroom and fat loss and weight loss come right along with it. Pretty amazing. Number four, you guys have to eat greens every single day and you have to eat a ton of greens. I would say most of you guys probably 45 servings per day. And I understand you're busy adults with jobs and kids and traveling and you have tons of obligations outside of that. So you're not able to, or you're not willing to make the time to eat that many veggies in a day. And admittedly, um, there's a lot of days where I get busy and I don't either. So an easy fix, if you guys can pick up a high quality greens product or a powder, like an Athletic Greens is what I personally do. It makes my life easier. Hit me up. I'll send you a link for 20 free travel packs if you want to get down with that. Um, It doesn't taste like shit and it makes the day pretty simple. Um, Outside of that, if you guys can throw in like a high quality probiotic, the Athletic Greens actually has like an enzyme in there and a probiotic as well. So you kind of kill two birds with one stone. I think that will help you guys over time. A build up your immune system, make you way healthier overall to avoid sickness and avoid catching all the shit most people do throughout the year. And it helps you feel not as bloated and puffy um, after eating certain meals. And just the overall energy you guys will get from that is key. So not only will you wake up more energized every single day, I think the quality of your workouts will be better and you're covering the nutritional bases that you're missing because you're not able to eat, you know, basically 10 to 12 servings of veggies and fruits every single day. And again, um, in a perfect world, we'd all would eat real food um, and cover every single nutritional need we have. But the reality is in the world that we live in, how sped up it is, you know, with uh, just the, the, the economic landscape alone of how much money we have to make and the jobs that we have to work and what we have to do, it, it becomes very hard uh, to eat that many quality whole foods in real time every single day. And so I feel for you guys. So uh, picking up a greens product uh, can be a game changer. Number five. You don't have to prep five to seven meals every single day, you guys. In fact, you don't have to eat five to seven times every single day. If you want to eat twice a day, eat twice a day. Eat three times a day, eat three times a day. But what I would suggest for you guys is to literally have it kind of planned out for you in terms of food, like what you're going to do. Maybe prep the food just one or two days per week. Um, you don't have to do you know all of it at once for seven days. I think the food tends to taste like shit that way. But finding a day, maybe like a Sunday and a Wednesday to prep some food. And even if you're not a huge fan of that, if you can cook it in real time, it's great. But I will tell you guys this too. Maybe stop at a place like we have so many around here. I don't know the names of where you guys are at, but we have like this place called like Bowl of Greens and Chop Shop and Grab a Greens where you can go in and get like, you know, just a box full of, you know, chicken and vegetables and a handful of other things. Having one or two of those meals around um, tends to help, uh, especially when you're in a pinch or you're crunched for time or something. Uh, that's an easy go-to. And then obviously if you prepped, you know, maybe, you know, two or three meals or just a few, you know, healthy snacks, It'll help you guys, you know, from making some poor choices down the road. And again, I think the food will taste better if you can prep at least a handful of meals every single week to uh, to get you guys through. Number six, record the loads you guys are lifting and the times you're doing on certain things. So if you guys are into lifting and loading, um, you know, record what you're doing for your deadlift, for your squat, for your bench. And again, not that it matters in terms of, you know overall, you know, personal strength. But if you're doing, you know, 10 reps with 50 pound dumbbells for, you know, let's say bench press, and that becomes easy for you, and you can do 11, 12, 13, it's probably too light. So having that recorded, you know, going into the next week, you can grab 55 pound dumbbells, and you can kind of level up that way. So you're always trying to increase 
either the strength in terms of you know overall load or the volume that you're using. Same thing if you ride an assault bike or you row or you ski or you run, whatever you're into, just recording you know what you can do in a 10 minute rip. You know, how many calories can I rip off in 10 minutes or how many meters can I row in 15 minutes? And, and just kind of always having a metric there to challenge yourself and test yourself to see how hard you're working and see if you can keep making progress in a lot of those arenas as you guys keep training. It gives a, an external carrot for you guys to chase but also ensures that you're doing a little bit more and you're making changes in your body and you're getting stronger overall, not just you know one rep max strength. Number seven, I think aerobic work is a must no matter what your goal is. Even if you're the guy who wants to be you know, super big and jack and, and, and bulk up and he just wants to gain mass and size and do whatever, um, doing cardio for your heart health just makes sense. It's just that simple. Um, I think for a lot of you guys, A, it's great for heart health. A, it's amazing for fat loss. And to me, I always say like cardio is like ketchup. It just kind of makes everything better. I grew up in the Midwest and so that's what we do. Or if you're in the Midwest, you'd say um, cardio is like ranch, I guess, <laughs> because in the Midwest, I feel everybody puts ranch on everything. So ranch just makes everything better. But to my point, um, aerobic work is crucial. I think for you guys doing 20 to 30 minutes of it, probably three times per week at least is ideal. So if you're in part of some kind of group training and you guys get into, you know, Metcon flows or some high intensity stuff or any mix or match of, you know, HIT or Tabatas or lists that lower intensity aerobic work, or if it is metabolic shit, um, doing that three times per week is a game changer. So you can mix that with weights, with loading, with not loading. Um, it all works, but doing it at least three times per week, I think is ideal for all of you. Number eight, Plan any kind of cheats or treats or higher calorie meals ahead of time if you can. This gives you guys a you know something to you know look forward to, um, and keeps you from kind of messing up throughout the week um, and just kind of doing it randomly. I think being mindful of when you're going to eat things that are outside the ranges of what you normally do are cool. And whether you want to look at it as like you know you earned it or it's a reward system, I know people will go back and forth on that. But let's be honest, food is food is fun. Food is good and it tastes amazing and it's nice to, uh, you know, enjoy certain things, but do it in the context of knowing you still have your goals and you want to be healthy, but planning it, whether that's a Friday night or a Saturday night, or if it's a Wednesday for most of you guys, depending on what your goal is, I'd say, you know, doing that maybe one to two meals per week is probably ideal. Setting a clock for 60 minutes and and not letting it expand more than probably an hour, uh, would be ideal for you guys. And just being very mindful and knowing what you're going to have and if the juice is worth the squeeze for you. So again, if you've crushed it, you know, the rest of the week and everything's on point, go ahead and enjoy yourself. But again, plan for it because if it's not planned, uh, we tend to let certain things kind of creep in and that's how we fall off track. Number nine, you guys got to stay hydrated. You got to focus on water, a ton of it. Um, 100 ounces a day, I think minimum for most of you guys. If you sweat, I would say drink more. Outside of, you know, staying hydrated with water, I'm a huge fan of tea uh, and coffee as well. Uh, you know, the more natural, the better. And then again, if you guys are talking electrolytes, which I, which I also think is crucial, um, if you go like, you know, if it is BCAAs that have electrolytes in it or just any of the zero calorie drinks, and again, I know they have some fake coloring and some fake sweeteners. It's not like you're drinking three gallons of it, so don't freak out here. Um, but it can be helpful to, to give you guys a nice balance of you know sodium, potassium, uh, all the electrolytes, the B vitamins. There's a lot of things that they pack in there now. So if it's like a Powerade Zero or like the Vitamin Water Zero, I think those things are crucial as well. But staying hydrated is key for you guys to keep all the systems running and for optimal performance as well. And it makes your uh, your skin look better. It just makes you look, you know... More energizing younger. And again, none of us can really, uh, you know, hate on that. Number 10, measuring success, you guys, is key, but it's 
done by more than just stepping on the scale. We have a whole podcast on why I think the scale is horseshit for the most part. Uh, again, you know, measuring your body fat is a great measurement. If you guys have access to you know skin calipers, when you can get clipped, if it's DEXA scan, if it's Bod Pod, it's great. But again, the biggest thing for me, if you want to take pictures, uh, you know, every month I think is ideal just to see what you guys look like front, back, side, just to get a good uh, angle on everything. But the biggest key is how you guys feel every single day and how your clothes are fitting, um, how you're living your normal life. I think those are all things uh, of measuring success and uh, and measuring progress. You know, are you eating better today than you ate better three months ago? Do you have better, you know, drinking habits today than you had a year ago? You know, are you fitter? Uh, You know, can you run further? Can you run faster? Um, Do you have better mobility? Are you a little bit stronger? Have you mastered, you know, did you pop on the rower a year ago and you were terrible and your technique was awful and your times were ridiculously slow and you got gas? Now do you pop on the row and you're efficient? You understand the movement. You you might still get tired, but you go so much further or it's so much more seamless for you because you understand it. So again, all those things are progress. There's a ton of ways to measure them. I think the scale is probably... You know, number 197 on my list of, of ways to measure you guys making progress in terms of health, fitness, and everything in between. Number 11, no fancy diet or workout routine will get you guys out of hard work. It's just the truth. Eventually, no matter what you choose to do, what fancy new workout program or, you know, streaming you know, DVD thing they have out there for you guys or what new fad diet comes out next year or this year, which whatever detox rap bullshit or, you know, God, I could list a bunch of specifics. I don't want to crush anybody on here if you guys are selling that shit, but any of the specific stuff like that, um, no matter what it is, eventually you'll have to do the work that is involved to change the way you guys look and move and feel for life. That's it. The only real answer and the only real thing there is, is you guys have to train. You have to do some form of strength work, some form of aerobic work. For most of you guys, that's probably mixed together in the same workout. And you have to practice mobility, take care of your tissue quality. You have to eat real food within macro ranges, get quality sleep and not stress out and not abuse your body with a bunch of drugs and alcohol and other bullshit. That's it. So regardless of the diet or the workout protocol that you guys do, all of that comes down to you guys putting in the work over an extended period of time consistently every single day until you're dead if you want to have lifelong lasting results. It's just that simple. Number 12, you got to surround yourself with awesome people. You just do. And if the people you hang out with drink a ton of booze and are not super motivated and active, you got to change the game. When you begin a journey of fat loss and health and to build muscle and to get stronger, not everyone will support you. As a matter of fact, even your friends and family and coworkers would probably laugh at you and think it's stupid and, and think, oh, it's just going to last, you know, only for a short period of time. Then you'll go back to your normal life, your normal routine. I've shared this story before. I remember like in 2005, I'm living with my best friend and uh, that's when I got my first like actual uh, personal training cert. I think the first one was like ISSA back in 2005. It was crazy to think, oh, man, I'm getting old as shit. But uh, anyways, uh, I remember when I did that. I saw him um, after we lived together, you know, we, we moved out like, you know, grown adults do and we, we become married and, and meet other women and, and you don't live with your homies anymore. So I remember seeing him like about two years after that and uh, we're out at dinner and he's like, you know, when are you going to, you know, stop eating like this and, and stop training like this and stop living this life? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you know, like, like this intense, this fitness stuff and what you're doing. I'm like, well, never dude. I'll, I'll do it until I'm dead. 
Because it's hard for your friends up front to understand you guys are making a lifelong choice to live healthier. And up front, especially the first you know, 20, 30, 60 days, even maybe the first six months, they're going to think this is a fad. This is something you're, you're trying again, something new to get fit, and it'll wash away and they don't understand why you're not having drinks and eating the shit with them and doing what they're doing. But eventually, you'll surround yourself with people who do support you or your friends are going to understand like, wow, you know what? Susie's not fucking around. Rick's not joking here. He's really in. He's all in it now. This is the way he eats. This is the way he lives. This is the way he trains. He's going to skip on a couple things from us because, you know, he's got different goals to get. You know, he's lost 66 pounds. Or you know what? She is way stronger and she lost five dress sizes because she's doing the right things. So eventually, they'll gravitate to you or or maybe they won't and you'll just get a new circle of friends. But understand, when you guys do start, it is tough at first because not everybody will support what you're going to do. This goes for everything in life. If you're looking to stop drinking as much, if you're looking to really be fit, if you're looking to, you know, get out of debt, um, you know, and pay off all your bills and and not live the same life you used to live like your friends do, they're not going to understand it and they're not going to support it. And they're going to think you're fucking weird. And you're going to have to be weird to be really healthy and really fit and live a different kind of lifestyle. And that's okay. Because over time, they'll understand it and they'll come back to you. So take that for what it's worth, you guys, when when you kick off on the journey. Number 13, realize... I'll put it this way. I say this in every podcast. Fat loss is easy once you realize how hard it is. Fat loss is super easy, you guys, once you realize how hard it is because it's tough to do every single day. If it was easy, man, everybody would do it. Everybody would be walking around with six-pack abs and a perfect ass and, and no cellulite and they'd be ripped and shredded, but it's tough to do. And genetics are real and stress is real and life is real and, you know, drinking wine and, and Beer and french fries and pizza and cupcakes are definitely real and it's hard to to resist them and avoid them. And when you guys are on the journey, just know that your fat loss and your weight loss or your muscle building and the progress, it's not linear. You know, okay, it is not a linear thing, meaning that some weeks you're going to lose one pound, other weeks you're going to lose five pounds, and then some weeks you're not going to lose any weight whatsoever. That's okay. It's just how it is. Same thing for muscle building. Like it takes a long period of time and it'll come in gaps and it'll come in chunks. It'll come, it'll be a sprint and then it'll be a marathon. It'll be a sprint and it'll be a marathon. It's like the odometer on your car. You can drive 0.8 miles, but the odometer doesn't click that mile yet. And then the next day you'll get in your car and you can go 0.1 miles, but the odometer doesn't click. And then you go again and now it clicks the full mile. That's how fat loss and weight loss works the same way. Just because I drove 0.8 miles doesn't mean it didn't go anywhere. I still went the 0.8 miles, but I didn't see it click until two days later. So just understand progress is happening if you're doing the right things. You just can't see it every second in real time, and that's okay. You can't see your fucking hair grow in real time, but guess what? It's growing. Same concept here, you guys. Next one, number 14. Big exercises give you guys big results. So if you're short on time and you're not going to work out 10 hours a week, which I wouldn't suggest for you guys anyway, and most of you won't, Focus on big bang movements, the one that give you guys the most bang for your buck. So that is squatting, that is pressing, that is pulling, that is pushing sleds, it's deadlifting, it's split squatting, it's lunging, um, it's overhead pressing and vertical pressing and you know pull-ups and push-ups, burpees, assault bike, all the shit that's not super sexy and super fun. But again, any kind of variation of those that you guys can do are going to give you the most bang for your buck in terms of you have 22 minutes to work out, cram all that in, do it perfectly, chase quality reps, not just the clock, 
own it, try to really control the movement, and you guys will be better off. And that will give you the, the biggest ROI in terms of your time and your training. Number 15 on our list. Do not punish yourself, you guys, with ridiculous, insane workouts because you fell off the wagon eating-wise. It doesn't work that way. Um, exercise is not punishment. In fact, I think the way that it is coached in a lot of sports makes us actually hate exercise and hate conditioning and hate appreciating the awesome things it can bring us. And the example I give is, you guys, I played basketball. I played you know, baseball, football. I played it all, um, but I played basketball in college. And I played it basically my entire life until I was probably 22 years old, um, competitively anyway. And I remember how much I hated the conditioning because of it, because we would we would fuck up or do something stupid and it would turn into conditioning drills. You're doing suicides, you're doing nine and thirties or eighteen and sixty fives um, for my homies, uh, you know who who played with me. You know what I'm talking about. Or if you played football, it's it's gassers and half gassers, and those are great conditioning drills. But when you use them as punishment for things, it gives it a negative connotation and we start to hate it. So for me, doing this, you know, breakneck awful conditioning actually conditions our mind to not want to exercise and gives it a thing of where it's not fun and it is punishment and I don't want to do it. And so if you go and eat, have a bunch of pizza and shit, I'm not saying you can't get up the next day and work out because you should work out and if you feel bloated and stuff, you earned that. That's, you know, it's, you're the one responsible for it. You can get up the next day and work out, but don't feel like you have to kill yourself because of it. If that makes sense to you guys. And understand, you're going to fall off the wagon. You're going to fuck up eating. Nobody's perfect. Even I'm not. There's always going to be, you know, slip ups and things and things I wish I would have would have did differently. And maybe my, my mess ups aren't the same as your guys's. I might, you know, eat too little at times or go too long without eating. Or I might make, you know, a slightly different eating choice. But, you know, I'm not going to go crazy. And I share this with our 47-day transformation people today. It's part of one of their modules. Um... It's called No Failures Are Final. And uh, I don't know if you guys are religious people at all, but there's a you know a religious poem and, and the saying is basically, you know, God's delays are not God's denials, if, if that's if that makes sense. And the way I always read that as a kid, and I grew up in the church and stuff, and so I get spoon feed all this shit. So I, I have a lot of knowledge, I don't talk a lot about it on the podcast, but so the way that I, I look at that and I hear that is no failures are final. And I believe that, you know, because you're going to have slip-ups. And I think the failures are actually teaching aspects or they're, they're, they're teaching lessons for life because you're going to get punched in the face. You just are. That's life. But the key is for you guys, if you get punched in the face on a Tuesday and you get knocked down on your ass and you're laying there, if I came back to your house on a Friday and you're still laying on the ground, we have a problem. You get punched in the face on Tuesday, you pop back up and you just keep it rolling. It's just part of it and you learn from it and why you did it and how to improve on it the next time. And again, the, the thing that we drive down on our people in our 47-day transformation and pretty much every program that we do, you have to be accountable for your own actions, for everything. When you become accountable for everything that you're doing in your life, your life gets pretty fucking amazing because you stop making excuses. And we always tell people the phrase, no excuses, just adjustments. Yeah, you fucked up and had wine and ate cookies and did a bunch of stuff you didn't plan on doing. Don't make an excuse for it. Just make an adjustment for it next time. And again, yeah, you might get stuck in traffic or your kid got sick and you couldn't make it to the gym to your group workout. But guess what? You can't make an excuse for it. You got 25 minutes at home. Make the adjustment. Go through some type of workout. Get sweating. Get moving. Get your body doing the things it has to do. And that's another day in the bank to move forward ahead. So again, it's real simple stuff, you guys. These are all 15 things that you probably know uh, and have heard before me say in some way or maybe your coach says it or, or somebody that you train with. 
But all these things come, come down to work. And you have to be willing to work and you have to be mentally tough enough to see these things through and do it for a long period of time. You have to be willing to pay the price even if you can't see the promise of it just yet. It's going to be really tough at first because you have to put in the work. And the, the results don't come as fast as we want, but just know you are doing the work that's going to bring them. And the way I always tell people is what's the alternative? What is your alternative to eating right, training hard, taking care of yourself, and getting quality sleep? Even if the results don't come as fast as you like. Even if you work out super hard for two years and you really don't think anything's happening, but then in year number three, it goes right. You'll be happy you put in that work. The alternative is what? You're not going to eat right. You're not going to work out. You're not going to do mobility. You're not going to take care of yourself. You're not going to get quality sleep. You're not going to put greens in your body. How, I mean, what's going to happen then? Good things? I can promise you if you don't work out, you won't get stronger. I can promise you if you don't you know, eat a ton of green vegetables and micronutrients and things like that, you will not be healthy. I can promise you if you don't get quality sleep, your life will suffer. I can promise you if you're not active every single day and mindful of the food you eat and track your macros at some point, you're probably going to gain weight and be unhealthier. And the byproduct of that is you're going to suffer internally. You're not going to be happy with how you look, how you move, how you feel. Your husband or wife won't be happy with you. You won't be as motivated and as inspiring to your kids. You're not setting a great example for your coworkers, friends, and family, and the people around you. That I can promise you. So to me, the only option is doing these 15 common sense things every single day. 24 7 365 and again understanding that none of us are perfect perfect doesn't exist and we shouldn't strive for it it's just us striving to be better today than we were yesterday and understanding that you know today might not be the greatest day but tomorrow's another chance to get it right and again one bad decision doesn't equal an entire bad day so don't beat yourself up if you're not exactly where you want to be today because none of us really are it's a mountain that we're climbing forever, and I don't know if any of, any of us really ever get there, and all we can do is just try to live the healthiest, happiest life possible by putting these basic common sense 15 tips into play. So if you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. There's thousands and thousands of you guys listening, and I know there's not as many of you subscribed, so please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Drop us a five-star, leave a comment. I would love to see it and love to hear it. And if there's anything else you guys want to hear me talk about on the podcast, I'm happy to make it happen. And please, if you think one of your friends or family or somebody you know can benefit from this, share the podcast with them. Tag me on Instagram with it. I love seeing that stuff, you guys, on Facebook, email, whatever reply you have. I truly appreciate any constructive, and I use use constructive in the word, criticism is great. Um, Unless it's stop swearing because I can't. I wish I could. You guys, I understand. I know I would make way more money in life. And I know a lot more people would listen to stuff if I couldn't swear. But um, and, and if you're a person who's offended by some of the, the cuss words, I get it. I feel for you if that's how you grew up and that's what you're taught. Um, but it's just who I am. And, and, and if I can't be me, I'm not going to be happy and I'm going to suffer. And that's just kind of my... My, my natural kind of hardened, you know, the, the angry internal Jeremy, the 16-year-old the kid, he'll always be there and just kind of the ghetto influence I have. So that's me. And so take it for what's worth. Hopefully most of you guys appreciate uh, the honesty and uh, I speak my truth and, that, and that's all I can really do. And it selfishly, it fills my cup and hopefully if you can get past some of the words, um, you guys can get the message because it's a lot deeper than just that. So, and again... Anything else you guys want to see on the podcast or hear, or more importantly, let me know. I'm happy to touch on it if I can. And until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.